this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. I don't know where to go from here. This Rams team that they're going to play next week, they look good. They look like, good. We'll see if they fall apart or anything, but right now they are, I believe, tied 17-17 with San Francisco. I was just watching it before I came up here thinking like, okay, well, yeah, tied 17-17, and the 49ers are punting on a fourth and seven right now. But um, they that team looks legit. If you can hang with San Francisco, you can hang with anybody. I had this down as one of their wins in my mind early on. It's like, okay, they'll win that game. I mean, I can't name five Rams defenders. Well, they're playing well. Yeah. I, I've i lost optimism and confidence, and there's a lot that goes into why, but their face, they lost today at home to a Ravens team that was missing their starting center, who's probably their second or third best offensive lineman, their left tackle, who is probably their best offensive lineman. They're in the game. They lost their third wide receiver. Some could say second. He was doing better than Bateman in this game. Uh, Beckham set him down. Lost their most explosive running back, a guy that can create plays for them uh, in the run and pass game. And that's just on offense. On the defensive side, they were down. They're starting their number one best corner, the only guy that can hang with the Bengals wide receivers. The their one of their real good safeties. I th- still think he's the best, even if Kyle Hampton's, you know, making some waves. I still think that Marcus Williams probably their best safety. And they were down. It might have just been all those in my mind. I, I was trying to think of anybody else, but yeah, uh, that's that's so many injuries. That's like the Bengals going into this game down Reader and uh Awuzier and then also Kappa and Orlando Brown and a whole bunch of different guys. Like I, I wouldn't predict the Bengals to win that game going into Baltimore down all those guys. And they just lost the other end of that. So I've lost, I've lost some optimism. I don't think they're dead in the water or anything, but man, this is a team I thought was going to compete for the one seed. And I kind of gave excuses for week one because, you know, rain game looked terrible, but now I don't know where to go because they don't look like – and they didn't last year, so it is what it is, slow start, blah, blah, blah. I just lost some optimism. If you ask me right now, I would predict the Rams to beat them at home next week. Yeah, I would I would say – I would say I'm a, I'm a fairly optimistic person when I talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I, I, I even last year when they started knowing too, I was like, look, they're just slow. That's just what happens. Your quarterback's not getting camp. It's, it, it, it's, it's this, it's that. It's different. When I, when I think of optimism right now, it is very, very low. It is so low, and I'm not trying to be an overreaction right now, but it's so low that I don't think this team is good enough to win their own division. Um, they, they've done it in back-to-back years, and, and you look right at Right now, no, uh, but, you know, I, I, again, it's it's week two, so, you know, the grain of salt of they could completely right the ship. But, yeah, right now, if you're like, what are the odds who wins yeah. the division? I'd have Baltimore as the leader and probably the Browns number two and then the Bengals. Well, this is why I don't feel like this team is is built to win the AFC North right now. It is very concerning when it comes to Joe Burrow's calf. Um, There there are a lot of things. I know Joe Burrow, I know Zach Taylor said that he could have, if they needed him on that last drive to come out there, he was planning on going back out there. But I I watched Joe Burrow come off the field. And Joe is normally really good at hiding anything that's happening or when he's coming off a field or if he's dealing with pain or an injury. But he was just gingerly walking. And you could tell when he's squeezing, like it just, it, it 
it didn't look pleasant. And I know Joe Burrow talked to the media and he said, look, I'm just going to have to feel it out. We'll see how I'm feeling day to day when it comes to um, the calf injury. But but it was tweaked. You know, this isn't a good thing. This is something that we we were talk we talked about during the camp about is this something that Joe Burrow is going to have linger all regular season or is he going to be fully healthy or is it 100%? We really didn't know, but we knew he wasn't 100% in week one. He wasn't 100% in week two. And that is my biggest concern right now. It is 20 times different from being 0-2 last year in the Steelers game and the Dallas game to being 0-2 right now in divisional play, AFC North games, back-to-back weeks, and your quarterback is dealing with something we don't know how long and if this is just going to be a season thing for Joe Burrow. And that's why I'm not optimistic right now. Yeah, I do think that is a big factor into why I don't have that much optimism because it's hard to predict them getting better. But even if Burrow didn't tweak the calf, I don't know if I could predict them to beat the, the Rams. They just don't look like the right team right now. I will say, I mean <clears> – <throat> When it comes to like how the offense performed, I didn't think it was all around terrible. I thought they just started really slow. And it that was a little bit of the difference. We can get into that a little bit. The quarterback difference, I think, decided the game was Lamar Jackson looked awesome and rarely missed. And when they had him dead to rights, he'd find a way find a way to gain yards out of it, find a way to pump. He had that pump fake and then flick the ball to the guy and gain positive yards. I think there were a hundred different times I was yelling at the TV because (laughs) the Bengals have two, sometimes three or four guys surrounding him. And he finds a way to just not like smoke them all and pick up a hundred yards, but just not go down and find a way to get positive yards out of that. And that's just not something the Bengals have right now. They get their guys in space one-on-one. I'm thinking of the Irv Smith play against cover zero and he gets tackled instead. Like that's the same type of opportunity where look, you make that guy miss and now you're getting a ton of positive yards, but the Bengals weren't making those guys miss very often. So that was an issue. I thought Lamar was better than Burrow in this game, and that could be calf related. It could just be that he was better in this game. I have him in my mind, similar to your quarterback. Like there's Mahomes kind of by himself at number one. And then you got like, you know, Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, but also Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. That's not in order or anything. I'm just, that's, I don't really order them. I just, in my mind, like, yeah, that's a guy that I, I really love on my team and could win games, but uh, lit it up. And uh, Burrow did not, especially early on. I just think there are so many issues on offense. But starting the game, three and out, three and out, in the first quarter, the Bengals defense was on the field for 10 minutes. And that's how long I believe the Ravens – yeah, that's how long the Ravens defense was on the field for the first half. So they really struggled getting off the field and a bunch of long drives. And some of that goes against the defense, but I just don't think the offense put them in a good – to start their second drive wasn't that the one they started at the 50 and they went run for a yard pass for no gain incompletion punt it was like oh my god did you see the difference in when the Bengals had that turnover um it was what the the next play was a zay flowers bomb it's like that's usually what you do when you get to midfield like that the quick change everything you're like okay quick change you know massive shift let's compound that let's play fake and take a shot down the field. I, I don't know, but I haven't seen the tape. I don't know what the Ravens were trying to do on defense, but it did just, it stifled them early on. I thought second half Bengals offense was good, but the first yes. half 
kind of ruined it. Other than the pick, that pick was just terrible. And, and Joe admitted it, admitted it. Like after the game, he was like, look, I, I need to see the field better. And that is yeah. on Joe Burrow. And look at the end of the day, it's a difference maker when you lose a game by three points. They went down and scored mm -hmm. off of that. So, you know, we can look back at the interception by Joe Burrow. And, and I agree with you. Here's the problem. It's getting really exhausting starting 0-2 every year. Or not even 0-2, but just struggling. I think 1-7 um, in their last week 1-2 and two for the Cincinnati Bengals over the last few years. It's just getting a little exhausting. And, and this offense to be so slow in the first half is a difference maker. You were at home. You have a little bit of an advantage there. You're dealing with a team with, with that has injuries in their secondary. And for me personally, I know you're going to go back and watch the tape and we'll break that down a little more on Tuesday's episode. But it just felt like they they weren't taking advantage of a depleted secondary for the Bengals offense early in the first half. 